Hello and welcome to the Addicted Austinite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this week's episode, um, we are going to be having a look at the key themes behind the novel Emma uh, before we move on to our movie reviews next week. So, uh, for my non-British listeners, hi guys, um, <laughs> the collection of letters in this week's title is an acronym for a British TV show called The Only Way Is Essex. Uh, basically, it is a UK version of the US show Jersey Shore, if you've ever heard of that. Uh, that's really sort of the best way I can describe it. Um, the show itself describes it as part soap opera, part reality show. It follows the lives, loves and scandals of a group of real life Essex guys and girls. It's essentially a show about people with too much free time and too much money and the mishaps that befall them because of that. It's a very popular show over here in the UK uh, and it does have a certain reputation uh, within British society. Not that I am casting aspersions on the people in it, uh, but I'm describing it this way to hopefully draw some parallels to Emma and her story. It's a really interesting thing. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend about modern adaptations of Jane's novels. Um, I just finished reading Val McDermid's version of Northanger Abbey, which I do love and I recommend you read it if you can. Um, so we were discussing these modern adaptations and my friend suggested the idea that if you take Jane's stories and transpose them into modern society, we would end up basically with shows like TOWIE, um, a lot of young men and women of stereotypical middle classes getting into mishaps involving free time and money. And Emma really seems to be the perfect example of that, right? You know, uh, middle class, check. Too much money, check. <laughs> Too much free time, check. And mishaps, check, check and check. And what happens when we take that formula and put it into our present? we get Clueless. Now, I absolutely adore this film. I do love it. It's one of the most iconic modern Jane Austen uh, stories, along with Bridget Jones's Diary. Um, it's fun and happy, and it plays on that comedic role that really shines through in Emma. Um, it really latches on to the ditzy, basically clueless and bored personality of Emma Woodhouse in her story and she still gets the same humbling fool and the eventual self-awareness as well. I'm not sure necessarily about the decision to make uh, Mr Knightley her ex-stepbrother uh, but that's a conversation for a different time I think. Um, <laughs> It really is a good film. Um, I love watching it, and again, I recommend that you do. Uh, but for me, I don't think it reaches its true potential as a study of Emma. At the end of the day, 
Emma isn't just a story about what happens when someone has too much money and time. It's about a woman's place in middle-class Georgian society in Britain. It's not about necessarily the personal reaction to these circumstances, but about the wider social repercussions and implications of those circumstances and the behaviour of women put in them. All in all, the things that Emma does aren't really that bad. She's a bit misguided and misses some pretty big red flags. Um, but with her, Jane is trying to say, you know, now think of what it would be like if every woman in Emma's situation behaved the way she does. To me, that doesn't necessarily mean the prediction of shows like Towie and Jersey Shore, uh, but more the pitfalls of ignoring women's roles in society and extending to uh, a woman's self-awareness within that society. In Georgian Britain, women mostly lived very confined lives, especially in the middle classes. You'll notice that Emma is a very isolated novel, almost suffocatingly so, because the same is true for Emma's life. She doesn't have, for example, the financial pressures that drive the Dashwood sisters and Sense and Sensibility, nor the widespread family and friends of Elizabeth Bennet in Pride and Prejudice. Her life, Emma's life, is in her town. That is where her family are, for the most part, and they're the ones that visit her. Um, it's where her friends are. Uh, new people always come to her, never the other way around. And she barely leaves her hometown or visits anywhere else. She doesn't even go to London, which you think would be the perfect place for someone of Emma's social standing and graces. There are, of course, hijinks and surprises that add some sparks to the novel and push the plot forward. Uh, but you get the sense from reading Emma that middle-class country life in Britain was generally quite boring. And this is because women didn't really have a stake in the society around them. Um, a woman couldn't vote, she couldn't own property, she couldn't even earn her own money in a lot of circumstances. Uh, Emma is pretty lucky, um, but she is the rare exception uh, in that she will inherit her father's estate when he dies. And usually a woman's deficiencies in her society uh, lead her to adventure as she tries to change what is happening to her. But the security that Emma has in her situation leads to the other main argument uh, that Jane is making in Emma. And that is about whether a routine is a good thing, having the same thing day in, day out, or is it resting on your laurels and just inviting trouble? Emma is very well established in her community and has become typecast in her role, basically. Everybody accept, uh, expects the same things from her all the time, and that is what she expects of herself. Society has placed her in a role and she has never 
questioned it. Unfortunately, unlike women that we mentioned earlier who find adventure in a stagnant life, Emma really doesn't push herself outside of her comfort zone. She doesn't deviate at all from her role. Of course, Harriet is something new for her to focus on at the beginning of the novel, but it's still part of that routine of her fulfilling her role as a benevolent benefactor to um, those less fortunate, should we say. Um, I'm not saying that Emma is doing this on purpose. She's certainly not sort of maliciously um, sticking to social orders. She genuinely thinks that she is doing good and helping people. Um, and that is the mindset that society has drummed into her since she was a little girl. So, of course, she, she doesn't want to challenge that. And uh, that's why, in the novel, Emma decides that Harriet must come from a good family when everybody else sees the opposite. Because that that's what fits into Emma's view of the world. That's her expectation of society. Um, and they are assumptions that she does not want to challenge, which then, of course, leads to the problems of the novel. <laughs> With this sort of dynamic that Jane has put Emma in in the novel, she isn't just saying that society needs to value women more. Um, she is telling women that they need to value themselves more. Women need to be trusted with more power and need to be taught the self-awareness with which to handle that power properly. It is a, a very interesting discussion. Um, Modernising Emma can definitely lead to uh, Towie and Jersey Shore-like situations, but perhaps a more fitting rendition would focus on a woman's place in society rather than Emma being bored and rich basically. I'm not saying that her middle class status and her wealth doesn't come into it but we really need to sort of put these things in perspective because in modern Britain the class system has changed so much that middle class doesn't mean the same thing as it did in Jane's time. And I think that's something that people need to bear in mind when they do make modern adaptations of her novels. So I'm going to end this episode uh, with a question that I'm always left with after I've read Emma or watched any of the films. And it's, if society pigeonholes woman into a stereotypical role, is she just as guilty as the ones who isolate her if she doesn't resist and challenge her situation? I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austinite. I hope you enjoyed it. You can reach me on Twitter and Facebook and our new website, The Addicted Austinite blog.wordpress.com has a great amount uh, to look at from book reviews to your very own Jane Austen dolls. I'll see you next week and as ever, happy reading!
your faithful servant, the author. 